Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world. Broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world. BlakeRadio.com. Music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You are listening to Rainbow Soul. BlakeRadio.com. Hello, boys and girls, and moms and dads, and grandma and grandpa, and aunts and uncles. We're so glad that you are listening to us today because it is springtime. So that means that no more cold weather, (laughs) even though we still see some snow still on the ground. But of course, on the west side, you don't see that. I want to thank you for letting us come into your warm home with all of our friends. And we know that you're out there listening to us. We're going to have a great show because we know that spring is here. Are you ready to go to sleep? Well, we're going to make bedtime so much fun because the flowers are sprouting. Sprouting. And the kids are jumping all over the place because they are so thrilled that they're able to go outside. That means, boys and girls, no more delays for school or no more cancellations. (laughs) We will see. Now, spring is here, and that means that the sun is going to be staying out longer. And we'll be able to unwind all of the kids, because we know that there's so much energy because you've been inside all the time. And I know that you want to dance and still have fun retiring the sun. So thanks for joining us for the bedtime routine. And I know, boys and girls, you out there have your favorite PJs on. Which one do you have? Oh, baby Keenan, I know that he has his football jerseys, but now he's going to be putting on his baseball jerseys because springtime means bedtime and also baseball time. Now, are you ready? Do you know what you're going to do? Cameron, do you have your PJs? And Candon, do you have yours on? And Blakey and Fallon and James, are you ready to go? Well, we have so many books that we would love to be able to share with you. And I know that you want to hear them. I know that you want to hear them because I would love to hear them too. So, let's hear some of the titles that we're going to listen to. We have Counting Fun, and this is Disney's Discovery, because boys and girls in school, you'll want to be able to know how to count. And let's start with Disney's Discovery series, Counting Fun, number 1 through 12. Now, Donald isn't having fun. That's because he's the only one. (laughs) It would be a better day if someone else came to play. A friend would make him much less blue, for then there'd be not one, but two. Can you hold your finger up? One finger. Playing tennis with only one person? Well, the chipmunks 
are trying to get water, and they're going up and down. Two little chipmunks, round and plump, two little chipmunks at the pump. Grandma Duck can't fill her pail. She has to wait for Chippendale. She's been waiting half an hour for them to take their morning shower. Has that ever happened to you, boys and girls? Three little pigs, all in a bunch. Three little pigs, and I've got a hunch. The wolf wants them for Sunday brunch. So that's one, two, three. Four plump possums upside down together, hanging by their tails, talking of the weather. Do you suppose, said one, that it will rain today? It's hard to see the sky, said two upside down this way. What do you think, number four, asked Possum. Number three, I think, said four, there's at least a possibility. <laughs> he was rhyming. <laughs> How many puppets do you count? Five. One, two, three, four, five. That's like one hand. Four on a string and one alive. Five puppets in a puppet show. Four on a string and Pinocchio. My, my, Joe Stork exclaimed out loud. Today I've got an awful crowd. Oh, baby, that I must deliver. My wings will surely quake and shiver. Six fat epos, oh, epos, hippos, <laughs> are quite too much for my poor beak to try to clutch. I can fly with two at best. I'll let the mailman take the rest. So let's count again. One, two, three, four, five, six. So now what's our next number, boys and girls? Well, it's seven pairs of slippers. Seven. Seven little beds, seven little pillows for seven little heads. Seven little dishes, seven little chairs, seven little pigs standing by the stairs. Of one thing Snow White's positive, this isn't where the three bears live. No, that's another story. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Boys and girls. Are you sure? Did you eight count that many? Hmm. No, we only counted eight elephants. <laughs> eight there ought to be. So why is seven all I see? Maliki wonders where it went. That's eighth and final elephant. You forgot smiles to count the ones you're sitting on. That's why we saw seven, because we didn't see eight. Hmm. When Prince John goes to bed at night, nine bags of gold appear. His dream is such a lovely sight, nine bags of gold so near. This gold is his to keep and hold. Don't worry, John, or fret. Your dream gold is the only gold that Robin Hood can get. Can't get. Hmm. Nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Five on one hand, four on the other. Ten cookies. Ten. That's on two hands. Five on one and five on another. Ten cookies cooling on the shelf. Minnie baked them by herself. Why, asked Minnie, it's so that no one helps me mix the dough. Hmm. I wonder if your Nana 
says the same thing. Everyone wants to eat it. Or help me with the cookie cutter. Yet when at last I do complete them, everybody helps to eat them. <laughs> Eleven jars of honey. Eleven. Do we have that many fingers? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We only have ten fingers. I know what we can do, boys and girls. We can count our toes. So if we count one toe, and let's count the big one, we have eleven. Eleven jars of honey. Just one more jar than ten. Eleven jars of honey. Who counts them once again? First it's nine, and then it's two, or is it six or eight? Oh, bother, says our muddled poo. I just can't keep it straight. How many honey jars are there? It's such an awful strain. It's hard to with a bear or a very little brain. <gasps> twelve. Whenever Roger starts to play, twelve puppies gather around to join in Roger's round delay and add to Roger's sound. Although it's hard on Roger's ear, he really must confess. This puppy glee club is, it's clear, a howling success. Rich men count their stack of gold. Poor men count their many debts. Beggar men count crumbs, I'm told. Thieves in jail counts their regrets. I count the days till summer comes. I count the coins I spend. I count my fingers, toes, and thumbs. And I count you as my good friend. The end. Have you ever gone to Disneyland, boys and girls? So you probably know what Mickey Mouse looks like, or Donald Duck, or Minnie Mouse. All of your friends. And thank you so much for being our friend and coming and joining us so that we can be able to put you in bed. Because this is Aunt Jill's bedtime story. And spring is here. And are you ready to sleep? Not yet? Well, we still have some wonderful, wonderful books that we'd love to share with you. And I'm so glad that you're joining us because we are going to have a fantastic time. Came out of the weather. And the weather was winter. But now it's spring. Springtime. So many things come out during the spring. I wonder if you know. Now bedtime, we know, is a time to go to sleep. It's a time to rest your body because you've played so hard and had so much fun out in the playground. And it was hard to get you to come in because you were having fun doing whatever you wanted to safely do. Play on the slide, swing on the swing, go on the merry-go-round, and your older brothers and sisters may even be jumping rope. And oh my goodness, what a fun time that is. The flowers are coming out just like you because it's spring and so much sunlight that they want to be seen. The grass, so much green. That makes you feel like you just want to scream. <laughs> well, the sunshine is there. And now it's time to come in. Because it's time to make sure that you take that wonderful, wonderful bath. Are you ready, boys and girls, to have that bath? Hmm, I'm not sure. I love 
having bath time too. What's your favorite PJs? Do you have your pillows, your toys, and your slippers? And don't forget to brush your teeth because that is what we love to do. Brushing your teeth. Duncan and Edmund, what are you doing? Are you getting ready for bedtime? I know that I was getting ready for it. Okay. Going to bedtime is a time to dream of all the many things that you would love to be. Well, a book was written called I Dream for You a World, a covenant for our, all of our children. Now, this was a Jamestown project. And it was by Cherise Carney Nunn and illustrated by Anne Marie Williams. Now, boys and girls, we know what illustrate means. That means that it's a drawing, and you do that at school, too. I dream for you a world where you'll grow wealthy and grow strong. Well, you're, where you'll be well and won't be sick, and where we'll thrive all our day long. I dream for you a world. Now, normally, boys and girls, when you're dreaming, are you awake? Hmm, think about it. Are you awake? Dream, wish, hope, soar, an A+. plus. Can you imagine at school having an A+. plus? I dream for you a world where education frees your mind to dream and think and feel and hope where you'll never fall behind. I dream for you a world that is just and fair and free, where your brothers aren't confined and where we'll build up liberty. I dream for you a world where community is your home, where laughter lives with you, and where you're safe and you can roam. I dream for you a world where your home will make you thrive, providing nourishment and access, access a place to bring your dreams alive. Have you thought about some dreams while we've just been here in bed? I dream for you a world where you'll share what's in your mind, where your actions change the world for the good of all mankind. I dream for you a world where you'll have knowledge of your past, old Africa and southern fields with abundant dreams so vast. I dream for you a world where honest work will bring you wealth, where you can plant financial roots for health. Turn your dreams into reality. I dream for you a world environment that values nature and the land and all the gifts of God's creation as we respect them with our land. Turn your dreams into reality, wealth. Turn your dreams to the rural roots. Turn your dreams so that you can vote and have whatever you would like to have. Turn your dreams to a wonderful neighborhood to have so much fun and so many friends. Turn your world into a community so you can be able to have fun and be educated and have a place to stay. Justice so that everyone is treated equally.
and education where you'll be able to soar with your brain. And health and wealth where you're able to grow and eat the wonderful things that you need to have and exercise. I dream for you a world where imagination's not delayed and where the tools for our tomorrow are at your fingertips today. Empower your mind. And in this world, my child, you'll know how very much you love that your family is central as it's God from up above. So today, my child, please work with me for just as surely as I dream, we can build up our tomorrow. We'll create a freedom team. So promise me you'll learn these words and you'll heed them as your yoke. They are covenant for our future, a covenant of hope. Family. The end. Wasn't that a wonderful book? There's a lot of things that you can dream. And a lot of things that will make life better for you and for everyone around you. Can you write some of your dreams? And you can do that when you wake up in the morning after we've had this wonderful sleep to rest our bodies. You'll be able to think of so many things of what you can do to dream for this world. Well... Now that we've had our bath and our squeaky clean and we have our pillow all set for us, just perfect for our little head, and we've slipped out of our slippers, now we'll be able to read a bedtime story. Are you ready? Are you ready, Duncan? Are you ready, Elmo? Are you ready, Christopher? And what about you, Katie? Are you ready too? Well, I know that baby Keenan, he's ready, ready to go. This book is a bedtime story. And it's called Little Bunny Sleepless Night. Have you ever had a sleepless night, boys and girls? Do you know what a sleepless night is? Hmm. Let me think. Think about it. One, two, three, four, five. I know. Well, let's read what the bunny has to say about a sleepless night. But it means that you can't shut your eyes. Your eyes are wide awake. You try to close them so that they can meet your lid, but it doesn't happen. What are we going to do? Because we know that you're going to be so tired. What are you going to do to get up? I'll be so druggy. Well, we're kind of getting away from the story. Let's get right to it. Little Bunny had no brothers or sisters. Because we know, boys and girls, that if he had a brother or sister, he would definitely know when to sleep. He had his very own room with his very own bed. But sometimes he got lonely, so lonely that he couldn't fall asleep. One night he thought, what I need is the company of a good friend. Do you have good friends? I wonder, boys and girls, if you have a good friend, and maybe such a good friend that you have a sleepover with your friend. Or maybe you have a brother or sister, and you are not lonely because they're always pulling on you or teasing you, or maybe even having a play date or having fun. Well, we're getting away from the story, so let's get back to it. So he hopped next door to his good friend Squirrel. May I sleep here tonight? I wonder what his friend would say. 
Well, let's hear what the squirrel says. Of course, said the squirrel, as he welcomed him in. Tucked all snug in bed next to the, the squirrel, little bunny thought how lucky he was not to be alone. Good night, squirrel, said the little bunny. Good night, little bunny, answered his friend. Falling asleep wasn't easy. And I if you had a sleepover, that sometimes, if you're not in your bed, you might not close your eyes. You're looking all around. Staying asleep was not easy either. The little bunny was soon awakened by a crunch, crunch, crunch. What's that noise? He asked as he sat up in bed. It's just me cracking corn. The acorn, said the squirrel. I always have a little snack in the middle of the night. Well, thanks for having me. But I can't sleep at all without noise. Oh, boys and girls, what's going to happen? Will he be able to go to sleep? Because that's what the squirrel does. He eats acorns. So, I guess this is what he had to do. The little bunny left and the more until he reached his good friend Gunk's house. Uh-oh. Do you think you know what's going to happen? Hmm. Well, we will see. So he reached his good friend, the skunk house. May I sleep here tonight? Yes, yes, a hundred times yes, shouted skunk. No one has ever asked to sleep over before. Oh, uh, I wonder why he's so eager, and I wonder why no one has ever slept over there before. Afraid little bunny might change his mind, skunk quickly pulled him inside. Huh? This is fun, said Skunk, as they got into their bed. Shortly after, they fell asleep, but not for long. What do you think happened? Little Bunny was soon awakened by a terrible smell. What's that smell? he asked as he jumped up. I'm afraid I do. I forgot someone else was in my room. I got scared and I sprayed. Well, thanks for having me, but I can't sleep with that smell. So, little bunny left and hopped some more until he reached his good friend, Porcupine. May I sleep here tonight? Boys and girls, I wonder. What's going to happen? Let's see. Do you think he'll be able to sleep at Porcupine's house? Mm -hmm. May I sleep here tonight? Certainly, said Porcupine. You can take my bed and I'll sleep on the floor. Yippee! shouted little punk. Yippee! shouted little Porcupine. And bounced around with excitement. She screamed. What do you have in here? It's just my quill, said Porcupine. I lose them every now and then. Well, thanks for having me, but I can't sleep with those prickles. So Little Bunny left and hopped some more till he reached his good friend, the bear. May I sleep here tonight? Why, sure, make yourself at home, said Bear. By now, Little Bunny was so tired, he just curled up on the floor and went right to sleep. Oh. But very soon, Little Bunny was wakened by a loud rumbling noise. Oh, no, it's thundering, he thought, but it wasn't thundering at all. His friend Bear was snoring. <gasps> well, I can't sleep with that snoring, said Little Bunny. So he left 
and hop some more until he reached his good friend the owl. May I sleep here tonight? Why? Yes, if you want to, said the owl. Just follow me. An exhausted little bunny went right to sleep, but soon he was wakened by a bright light shining in his eyes. Put the light out, he shouted. I can't, said Owl. I stay up reading every night. That's how I got to be so wise. Well, since you're so wise, well, since you're so wise, could you please tell me how I'm ever going to get some sleep? That's easy, said Owl. Just go back home where you belong. Little Bunny took his wise friend's advice. Too tired to hop, he dragged himself home. His bed had never looked so good to him before. He jumped right in. How wonderful, he said to himself as he snuggled down. No crunchy noise, no terrible smell, no prickly quills. No snoring and no bright light, just me by myself. And peace and quiet, now I can fall asleep. And just what did little bunny do? Went right to sleep. <laughs> Girls, have you ever gone to a sleepover? What do you do? Did you stay all the time? I know that my little boy, my little girls, whenever they would sleep over, they would stay until it was time for everybody to go home. And then they would call and say, Mommy, can you pick me up? <laughs> they wanted to sleep in their own bed, just like the rabbit. So, boys and girls, are you getting tired? Are your little eyes? Starting to get heavier and heavier. Oh, I think I'm whining. Oh, I think I'm getting a little tired too. Let's find out what happens to bilateral light. Oh, and this book. What's so nice, boys and girls, that this book is by Kat Weatherill, Allison Edson, and there is a lantern right on top, and you can press it, and guess what happens? The light comes on. So you'll know what happens when you read each page, or maybe your mommy and daddy are reading it, or maybe Nana is reading it. Oh, we're on our third book, and I already see that Papa Roberts is already snoring, and his glasses are falling off. <laughs> well, let's get to the story that Cat Witherill wrote. What a windy evening it was. And here we had snow. In other places, they had wind. And then in California, the West Coast, they just had sunshine. Ronnie was coming home with his daddy, and everything around them was moving. Leaves were rattling in the land, lane, and trees were bending like ballerinas. Daddy looked up at the dark sky and opened his lantern. Oh, Dad, cried Robbie, that lantern's so old. Then Daddy lit the lantern, and instantly a warm golden glow appeared. Look, Robbie, he said, shining bright. This will get us home tonight. The rabbits hurried into the shelter of Fernie Wood. Boo! 
two little hedgehogs with bright eyes jumped out of a pile of leaves. Woo! We're playing in the wind, they squealed. It's time you were in bed, said Dad. Come on. And he held the lantern as it lit the way to the hedgehog's home. Prickle and Spite cried their mommy. Where have you been? Thank you, Rabbit. She gave him a jar of her strawberry jam. Mommy, it was sweet and smelled of summer. Mmm. Daddy and Robbie waved goodbye and followed the path towards Lilypad Lake. Oh, my Harry, whispers cried Utter. The wind blowing my fishing rod into the lake. Robbie raced to the water edge. It was dark among the real, the reeds and rushes, so he held the lantern high. I can see something, he shouted. Utter, I found it. Thank you so much, said the utter, giving Robbie a bag of blackberry cookies. Happy travels. The rabbit bounced on, but suddenly Daddy stopped and put a pawn to his lips. Shh, he whispered. Mouse music. It was the mouse birthday party, but the music had stopped. The wind keeps blowing our candles out, said the mouse in a sad little voice. Daddy hung the lantern on a tree, and a puddle of golden light spread into the forest fly floor. The mice clapped their pretty feet. The merry music began, and everyone danced, including Daddy. At last, it was time for bed. The mice gave the rabbit two thick slices of birthday cake and sleepily waved goodbye as Daddy and Robbie danced away deeper into the forest. Hello! The owl gazed down from an apple tree, her eyes shining bright as silver spoons. Little Bobo is learning to fly. Come and watch. Bobo had fluffed up her feathers to keep warm and looked like a marshmallow. She winked at Robbie and flapped her wings. By lantern light, everyone encouraged the little owl up to her mom. Very soon, I'll reach the moon, hooted little Bobo. The rabbit laughed and scampered on. Are we nearly there yet? asked Robbie. The kind owl had given some apple and the sweet smell of making his tummy rumble. Yes, shuttle, chuckled Daddy. Cut a crumpled pool. Slup up, slup up. The ground was wet and squeezed by the pool, but the lantern kept them safe. Daddy and Robbie hopped over the steps, stone singing. Star bright, starlight lantern will follow you tonight. Look how dark it is now, said Robbie. We'll lose our way without our lantern. At Bunnyboro, the windows were bright with candles to guide the travelers home to their family. Rachel snuggled up to the mummy, up to mummy. Where are they? she asked. Having adventures, said mummy with a smile. She searched, searched the sky. For rain clouds went for her nose. Switch, switch, went her whispers. Don't worry, it won't rain tonight. They'll be home soon. I can see them, cried Ben. Peering through the window into the darkness. Over there is Daddy. Lantern is shining like a star. Soon cold paws were warm. Warming by the fire, Mommy baked a pie with owl's apple, and there were cookies, cake, and jam to eat. What a feast, said Daddy. Dig in. Let's keep the lantern burning light tonight, and I'll never buy a new one. Daddy, this one is perfect. He started to sing. Starlight, star bright. And if by magic, the lantern seemed to burn even brighter.
Wasn't that a great story, boys and girls? I liked that. And it was so great that Dad had a lantern. And the lantern still worked. Even though it was old, it's shiny and bright so they could be able to see where they were going. A lot of times, getting rid of something old is not quite what you want to do. Grandpa? Hey, Grandpa? Stop snoring. <laughs> we're going to read another book called Sleep is for Everyone. And I already see some of you are already fast asleep. There's Randy already dozed off. And Shell and Aaron and Star and oh my goodness, Shauna. Whoa. Nicholas, I see you under the covers. And there's Jennifer and Duncan. Woo! Ryan, <laughs> you're such a jokester. Well, this book is called Sleep is for Everyone. Do you think sleep is for everyone? Would you want to go to sleep? Well, you can call us at 914-338-0695. If you can't sleep, we'll answer you right now. And this is by Paul Showers. And it was illustrated or drawn by Wendy Watson. Now, when a horse goes to sleep, its eyelids go down. Do our eyelids go down when we go to sleep? Well, I'm looking at Baby K, and his eyes seem to be going down, too. Oh, my goodness, it is yawning. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's making me want to sleep, too. What about you, boys and girls? Well, when a chicken goes to sleep, its eyelids go up. Oh. And when a snake sleeps, its eyelids stay open. Snakes have no eyelids. When you go to sleep, which way do your eyelids go? Up or down? Up or down? Up or down? Just like the seesaw you were on earlier when you were on the playground. Now, an elephant can sleep standing up. Whoa! Have you ever slept standing up? Or if you sleep standing up, what do you think will happen? Well, a pigeon sits down when it sleeps. Pigs lie down to sleep just like us. So do dogs. So do you. <laughs> Sometimes dogs curl up. So do cows. So do cats. But cows don't. Do you? Like birds and animals, people have to sleep. Some people sleep more than others. Jonathan is only six weeks old. He sleeps most of the time. He only wakes up when he's ready to eat or has to change his diaper. Now Caroline is two years old. She goes to bed right after her dinner. She sleeps all night. 12 hours or more. She takes a nap in the afternoon, too. Do you do that, boys and girls? Now, when Carolyn does not get her nap, she is cranky. No, no, no. She's cross. She throws things. But the next morning, she feels fine after she had a good night's sleep. When people are little, they are growing, and they need a lot of sleep. As they grow bigger and older, they need less sleep. School children need to sleep about 10 to 12 hours a night. 10 to 12 hours, boys and girls. Now, that's what we counted when we were reading the book with Disney. 
we went all the way to 12. So that's how long you have to sleep. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve hours. If you had a clock, it went all around the entire clock. That's how long you have to sleep. The hands going all the way around. Now, most grown-ups need only seven or eight hours. But babies, children, and grandpa, <laughs> all of them need to have their sleep. Now, every part of your body has to rest after it does its work. Your arms need to rest. Raise your arms in the air like you just don't care. <laughs> because they have to carry very heavy bundles. Sometimes your mommy or daddy lets you hold your baby brother or sister. And you have to be so careful, which means you're glad you have to have very strong arms. Now, when you run fast, your legs work hard and they get tired and you have to rest them. And that's when you sit down. You might even take off your backpack because your legs are so tired. And yes, your arms and legs. So your brain isn't resting. It goes right on thinking as long as you are awake. At night, your brain needs a rest from thinking it needs to turn off the world, the way you turn off the light when you go to bed. Sleep is the time when part of your brain takes a rest. Some parts of your brain keep working even when you're asleep. Your brain keeps your heart beating and your lungs breathing, but your eyes are shut and they can't see. Your ears are open, but you don't hear many sounds. Your brain doesn't wide awake thoughts when you sleep, but it dreams. Scientists have tried to find out what would happen if people didn't get enough sleep. The scientists didn't go to bed. They stayed up all night and all the next day and all that night and the day after that. They grew very sleepy. It was harder and harder to stay awake. They couldn't follow the words. They tried to look at TV, but their eyes kept closing. They played games, but they made mistakes. It was harder and harder for their tired brains to think. The scientists grew cross and mean. They got mad at their friends, and they kept walking around the room so they wouldn't fall asleep. They drank coffee. They kept yawning. Finally, the scientists were too tired to stand up any longer when they sat down and they fell asleep in their chairs. They simply couldn't stay awake anymore. And that's probably what happens to you boys and girls when you try to stay up as long as you're as up as long as your older brothers and sisters, but you can't seem to do it. Too long they don't feel well and find it do not know exactly why sleep is good for people, but they know that all it's needed to be healthy and to feel good. Sometimes it's hard to go to bed. Perhaps I want to watch something on TV, but my mother makes me go to bed. Sometimes she is cross with me. She's not very happy. That's because she is tired too. So we're both tired. Most of the time, I go to bed when my parents tell me. It's warm under the covers, and sometimes I curl up, or I stretch out and twist around. I yawn. I shut my eyes, and I feel as if I'm floating. My thoughts begin to wonder, and I'm floating on a rubber mattress in a pool, or in a balloon high up in the clouds. I think of different things, riding my bicycle, roller skating, an airplane high in the sky, a basket of apples, 
waving at the seashore, racing cars, my goldfish. Soon I stop thinking because I'm asleep. For you, Mrs. Boys and Girls, now I know how it's going to be true. Oh, oh, boys and girls. What are you doing right now? Are you falling asleep just like we are? I think so. So hard to keep those eyelids wide open. And when you've done everything that you're supposed to do because it's your routine, Oh my goodness, what do you do now? Because you finished everything on the list. Good night, door. Good night, window. Good night, camera. Good night, thank you. Good night, baby K. Good night, Sanshashana. Good night, good night, I'm tired, tired, tired. Block Talk Radio, Rainbow Soul. Thank you, boys and girls for coming with us and joining us for Aunt Jules' bedtime story. Why, the spring is here. Are you ready to sleep? I think so, because I just hear. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.